0: Welcome to a brand new episode of Tally Talk. This is Casey, and I have my three friends with me: Only Dave, two. Bob, and Lauren. From those three best
1: friends that anyone will have. Yes, I am Dave.
2: Can I just uh, pause for a quick two nope. seconds? Um, I told and my son. Up. I told my son that he'd be allowed to listen to this podcast when it comes out, and he's gonna lose attention about ten seconds in. So I just want to give a shout out to my boy Jason for coming up with this episode's idea.
0: Thank, Thank you,
3: Jason. Jason. Thanks, Jason. Also, don't lose interest 10 seconds in.
0: What? Also, Try not to swear Censor as much, it. I guess. This episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Bob. Emphasis on try. Yeah. How old's your son, uh, Bob?
2: He's going to be six in like two or three months.
0: Yeah, so uh, for all you six-year-olds listening to the episode today, this one is actually friendly for you. So uh, let's get into... Oh, hey, I'm Lauren, the- by the way. <laughs> Thank you,
1: Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, by the way.
0: I was waiting for that. Um, I'm in. So Jason did come up with this great idea. Uh which is best animated series? In case you didn't notice the slider or the episode title, <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about today. Is um, our favorite animated series? Now, Bob asked us to go into order, right? Number no, one. Didn't. Okay. Did not so...
3: do that. Yeah, I didn't do it either. I'll make it up as I go. Okay. I, do.
0: I did. Right before I jumped on today, because I remember that he said that. Um, otherwise, it was just a, a gobbledygook. So we'll do our top five and then our our um, a few of our kind of honorable mentions. And we'll take a commercial break halfway in there. Bob, do you have some sprinklings today? Of course I have sprinklings. Okay. And Bob's showing us off his comic book collection from far, far away in Corona Bunker number 152. Okay, so let's aka the back game let's get into it um i will start with number five which is going to be on someone else's list probably dave's um and i so i will just say this for me i ranked them a little bit personal for some of the reasons and a little bit of just like what i feel are like important so number five for me is x-men the animated series um, You know, the theme song is probably, arguably, the most recognizable theme song of all time of a cartoon show. Super, super awesome. Everyone remembers that. Um, You know, it's kind of based around Jim Lee's X-Men, Chris Claremont's X-Men. I have seen the show many, many times, and it is very adult. <laughs> it, I don't know how I watched it as a 10 or 11-year-old, but... The the show still holds up to this day, especially if you're an X Men fan. Uh, Bob, what are you gonna say?
2: Uh, I'll I'll say this. I think this is gonna be one of many um, installments in this episode that ends with the animated series, because uh, there's, there's like <laughs> yeah. a whole group. I don't
0: these. have to say that. I'll just say X Men. Yeah,
2: <laughs> there's a whole group of these like uh, comic books, sh- you know, animated shows that were on in the '90s, and they were all really good. I mean, they all really hold water. Um, for some time after. So, I mean, you got no argument here on, on the X-Men one.
3: I think it's funny how many shows, animated shows, like going through this list, going back and like, I tried to watch a couple snippets here and there of what I could, but how many were really layered for like, okay, kids, but also, okay, parents. And I thought that was cool.
1: Yeah. i so I had this as my number one. Uh, so that cat's out of ah. the bag. Uh,
0: out of thunder,
1: it, And it's all right. Uh, we'll get back to Thunder a little bit later. But yeah, I mean, this is by far my favorite cartoon or animated series of all time. Um, I just rewatched it again when we got Disney Plus a few months ago uh, from start to finish. It, it holds up, like Casey said. It's much more adult than I actually remembered it being, like you said. Um, and just it was awesome because, like, they work as a team um, there's tons of different storylines. There's a shh, poop ton for Jason poop ton catch. Um, of <clears throat> characters in this show that we meet throughout it. It stays pretty true to the comics. Uh, it's just awesome. So if for some reason you're listening to this podcast and you have not watched it, Jason, um, <laughs> please do because it is a it's a it really is a joy, especially for. Yeah, you can probably watch it now. Um, but it really is a joy and it's it's really fun um and definitely holds up, stands a test of time.
0: Yeah, it's um it's kind of like it's kind of weird too. So there's a whole I don't know if there's a book, but I read a pretty interesting article, uh, if you guys Google it, like about the animated series because they didn't think it was gonna work. They gave them money at first to try it out. And um, it's the guy who created Power Rangers, Haim Saban, does the theme song. He does the theme song to pretty much everything that's going to be on our list. Almost everything, but a lot of them. And um, anyway, so then they started giving them less and less money. (laughs) like as time went on uh, and they actually started to like outsource the animators. So like later on, I don't know if Dave, you noticed this. I couldn't remember cause it's been such a long time, but like, I guess the animation gets like significantly crappier as like the seasons go on because even though they were making money and it was super popular, they also did super long seasons back then. So, you know, now the standard might be 24 seasons or 24 episodes in a season. They might've done like, 48 or something ridiculous like that so um i don't know it's a, it was just a curious article that i read about the the rise and fall of x-men the animated series i, I implore you to check it out uh you are next what's your number five then because we stole your number one
1: <laughs> yeah so this is a newer show uh kind of i think there's only two or three seasons um big mouth it's on netflix it's created written and stars nick kroll um, who I love from my time watching the league and um, some of his other projects. Uh, I probably will mispronounce this dude's name, but John Mulaney is in it also, also, and Jason Montzuki's or whatever his name is, who plays Rafi in the league. Or Rafi, sorry, Rafi in the league. Oh
0: yeah, that guy's um, funny.
1: Yeah, he's funniest crap. And um, it's it's just a really funny show. It's very Nick Kroll. It's kind of, it reminds me whether it be like the animation or the humor, um, kind of Rick and Morty-esque, even though I haven't seen a ton of Rick and Morty. Um, but it, it it's about kids, it deals with like adult things, it's super perverted. Uh, it's definitely more of an adult cartoon, so Jason, don't watch this one. Um, but yeah, it's super funny, uh, it's brilliant, and I'm glad that Nick Kroll has like a creative avenue that kind of fits his wheelhouse. So it's awesome if you haven't watched it, watch it.
2: So I'm actually surprised at this pick for you. And the reason why I say that is because um, when putting together my list, one of the first things I did is I just wrote down all my favorite cartoons and my list was like 30, if not longer. Um, And and I I kind of in the process of eliminating down to the list that you're going to hear today, got rid of a lot of the newer stuff because I just didn't think it held enough weight in, um, in my fandom to to even be considered. So for you to pick something newer, just kind of shocks me. Cause I know you have a big a long list too, probably. I do.
1: Uh, I'll show it to you. It's significant. Um, but maybe it's recency bias because I've watched it recently, but, um, I'm a real big Nick Kroll fan and this show is super funny. Um, it's different. There's like your nostalgia feels, which I'm sure we'll, we'll get into later. And X-Men's kind of that. And then there's something that appeals to me now and has over the last couple of years, um so it was kind of fresh on my mind which may have um reflected in the ranking but yeah it's it's an awesome show you're muted i think casey
0: sorry i've seen a couple episodes and i really liked it i just (laughs) you know what happens is like i'm sure we all do is like you start watching something and then all of a sudden the next shiny object flashes by and you go squirrel and then you forget about it so like yeah i started watching it like same thing like it's not on my list but what i've seen of it i really loved was like bojack horseman you know what i mean like that was another one where i was like oh okay this is a great cartoon and it's super adult and it deals with depression really well but it just doesn't or sorry didn't go on the list because i was like still kind of waiting to finish it even though i guess that one did finish like this year i think
1: so it's, that's on my honorable mentions. It's kind of cut from the same cloth. So
0: Yeah.
3: My list is very nostalgia-based. I don't know what it is, but I don't watch a lot of the cartoons that are out right now or the animated series that are out right now. Um, like, I haven't seen any of the ones that you guys talk about. Uh, I haven't done Rick and Morty or anything like that. So you'll notice mine are going to be very nostalgic-based. But
2: so that's fine. Hey, man. So whatever it's funny... 20- it's funny that you bring that up. Um, as as I'm going next, I'll tell you kind of one of the things I really like about our podcast and, and how we come up with what we're going to talk about is um, I feel like we come up with a category. It's pretty general. And then it's our, our individual lists or, or talking points are kind of like our interpretation of the category. So coming up with best animated show, I thought it was a pretty broad category. And I knew that some some of us were going to go more nostalgic and think kids shows. And some of us who are still big fans of comic books or um, cartoons nowadays, we're going to pick some of the newer stuff. So my list, is it like a combination of both of those? Um, So my number five is Darkwing Duck. More nostalgic peel. I love that show. On my list. Love it. It's one of the few ones on my list that I actually own. Um, I went out and bought it. They're pretty cheap on Amazon, all the older cartoons. Um, And I was kind of surprised that shows like this, that to me are a staple of my childhood, was only on for, like, three seasons. And that was actually the case for a lot of these shows. It's only on for, like, two or three seasons. And in my mind, it was on for, like, ten years.
3: Yeah, I I feel the same way. I think it's on Disney+, Plus actually. Darkwing Duck. It is, yep. Because uh, I feel like I watched it recently. Um,
0: it is. It is on that, Disney+. Plus.
3: That was also on my list for nostalgia reasons. But I have the same feeling as Bob. I feel like it was always on. So...
0: Um, that was the thing a lot of these shows um were only two seasons long but the seasons sometimes were a lot longer you know than we are used to now or it's just something where like you're a kid and you have like the shortest of all attention spans so you're watching it over and over again even you know it might be like three weeks later and you're like oh yeah i forgot about that
1: (laughs) right well Also, we we didn't really comprehend, like, uh, reruns and stuff. My kids will watch the same episodes of um, Minnie and stuff, like Mickey Mouse and stuff over and over again. And it's, like, a new episode to them every time. So, yeah, I mean, looking back, that makes complete sense that we didn't realize some of these shows were only a couple seasons long.
3: True,
0: true. Okay, Lauren, what's uh, your number five?
3: So i tried to kind of going back to what bob was talking about like uh even though we have very diverse ideas and everything tends to be up to our own impre- and wow interpretation i can talk um i kind of have a feeling of some of the major ones that you guys will say so i try and steer clear of those um but one i didn't really know if it would be on your list or not is gargoyles um I absolutely loved that as a kid, um, and that was the first thing I went back and watched on Disney+. Plus. Um, just, I think it still holds up. Um, I like all the lore that's involved in it, um, all of the history, and yeah, so I picked that.
2: So Gargoyles is on my list. It's number two on my list. Um, uh, this is actually, a yeah, pretty high, pretty high up. This is actually a prime example of what I was talking about. So, Gargoyles in my mind was on for like ever. It's yep. actually only on three seasons. Three seasons. And the last one is like a really Horror. bad, like 3D type. It, it the animation was yeah. horrible in the last one. Yep.
3: Um, like I said, I didn't really rank mine, so mine are just gonna be out there.
1: So it's, it's another one that's on my honorable mention list. So good choice, Lauren. Yeah. That's
0: that's one where I remember watching it when I was a kid, um, but I don't remember anything about it, like, at all. And I know there's so many people, like, especially at Comic-Cons, you'll see a lot of Gargoyle stuff there, like uh, fan art. And I'm always like, oh, what are people, I guess they're really into that. But it's been forever since I watched it. Um, thanks for reminding me that it's on Disney+. Plus. I'll go watch it now.
3: Yeah, it's not a terribly long watch either, so.
0: It doesn't sound like it.
3: No.
2: So now's a good time to connect to my trivia. Um, So what I'm trying to do with these, I'm having a lot of fun putting these together. I'm just trying to come up with interesting ideas to tie trivia into what we talk about without doing the typical trivia game. So what I've decided to do here is something I like to call the tune connection. So I'm going to name name two things. One of them is going to be a cartoon, and you're going to tell me the connection between them. Okay. Um, Some of them are going to be easy, but all cards on the table, some of the later ones are going to be very hard. Question. Yes. Is
1: it it like a character, or could it be something obscure like Same Writer?
2: Let me give you an example. First one is Fresh Prince and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated show. That's a mashup?
1: Carlton. (laughs) Carlton is a voice for one of the turtles.
2: Uncle Phil is a voice for Shredder. Shredder. I was James, close. James Avery is the voice for Shredder. Rest in peace. I knew that.
0: Nice. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. So my next one then?
2: You are next. Uh,
0: number four. Um, I kind of put these together because it's all one big storyline, which is, uh, the clone wars and rebels. um, Clone Wars is actually finishing up its final season now on uh, Disney+. Plus. I think there's a couple more episodes, but it's all one giant story that continues, and me being a Star Wars fan, I'd be remiss not to put this on my list because it, um, it took the prequels, which at the time, I thought they were pretty crappy. I have since come to like them a little bit more, but I really um, didn't like Anakin and some of the other characters, especially the clones um, until I watched the show Um, and the introduction of Ahsoka, which is one of the best Jedi ever um, is uh, pretty amazing. So I I think it's really, really cool. And I like that there's with uh, Mandalorian going on now, some things that are happening in Mandalorian have callbacks to the clone wars um, and rebels. So pretty sweet that Dave Filoni yeah also playing Ahsoka yeah so you know it's cool that Dave Filoni did this he worked directly with um, George Lucas and definitely on my list especially if you're a Star Wars fan awesome awesome shows
2: I haven't I haven't seen it but I've heard nothing but great things about it Um, my thing is just having the time to commit to it's what like eight seasons or something like that
0: yeah, but I mean, again, like twenty-one minute episodes—it's not really. You'll burn through it pretty fast.
3: <clears throat> Same thing with Bob. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Um, wasn't it like canceled at one point in time, or like went off the air something? Um, so when yeah. that was going on, <laughs> um, people were trying to get me to watch it, and now that it's come back, I just haven't. Nothing against it. I probably will at some point, but again, that
1: seems like an investment. Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched these either, um, but from very trusted uh, not sources, I guess that wouldn't be the word, but people whose opinions I trust a lot um, have always told me great things about them. So, I mean, at some point I think I will. Again, it's just the investment and the library of material that I have not watched or consumed yet. So when I get to it, I look forward to enjoying them
0: yeah it's one of those shows i'll tell you what it starts off real slow and it's kind of one of those things where you could be cooking dinner you know doing dishes or whatever and just kind of have it on the background and not have to pay attention too much and then around like season three things get pretty insane from then on out where you're like oh i want to sit down and pay attention to everything
1: so i mean that's not a huge selling point to me Um, sorry no, I just think they're like, <laughs> you're going to have to get you through two pretty slow, boring seasons.
0: I didn't say really they were boring. Watch. I just said that they're slow and that you can keep them on the back. You know, there's some shows like that that you watch. Well, there, like there are. Reality TV is not <laughs> something I need to sit down and pay strict attention to.
3: So are those first two seasons, Star Wars in general, is just a story-heavy just format. like Not format, but like... It, they, it's it's very time consuming and there's a lot to set up and there's a lot of backstory and stuff like that. So, is that what you would say those first two
2: seasons building. are? No, all the character building. They're not. Oh, okay, well. You already, all,
0: you already know all the characters. Like, second episode's Yoda, third episode's Anakin. You know what I mean? It's just that, okay. like, at the beginning, and it happens with Rebels as well, where it starts off very kitty. And it's fine, but it's like that type of humor where you're just kind of like, I just don't care as much. And then there's a shift where it gets more adult, and it gets more into the world building of Star Wars, and it gets more into the Jedi stuff. And then you start going, oh, okay, the things that are happening in this show actually mean something. Does that shift have
3: anything... Oh, sorry, Bob, go ahead.
2: No, go ahead, please.
3: I was just going to say, does that shift have anything to do with the time frame of when it was on when it was not when it was like does that have anything
0: to do with it so they did i want to see five seasons and then it got canceled (laughs) and then season six was the lost episodes where they just kind of had like in random episodes that don't have any they don't go in linear order and then this last season is season seven and it's finishing up what they couldn't so it leads directly into revenge of the
2: sith So, I mean, I think part of that shift could be explained by the fact that a lot of animated shows, I think, have to have this kind of mild, toned down first season to kind of see who their true audience really is. I mean, an animated show is typically going to be aimed towards children or kids, um, but I think if an animated show is willing to take that leap and kind of gear it towards more of a um, teen or young adult you can you can bridge decades of audience members you know what i mean yeah
0: and they want to sell toys because it's star wars (laughs) so they got to do that all right dave what's next
1: so for me i was trying to think of a cartoon that really like reminded me of or took me back to my childhood um so for me it's doug um I loved Doug. It was probably my favorite of the Nickelodeon cartoons at the time. Um, in regards to like Rugrats and some of the other things that I'm sure people will mention, um, I still make references to that show all the time. Um, Patty Mayonnaise and Quailman and Doug and Skeeter and Eater, all those guys. Like I just isn't one
0: of it, your children named Porkchop.
1: Yes, that's <laughs> my second youngest child. <laughs> Um, which I guess would also be my oldest. That's weird. Um, but yeah, so just a super fun show. Uh, funny. It uh, dealt with some stuff, like relationships and stuff with Doug and, and Patty Mayonnaise, but it was just more like my token childhood um, cartoon at the time. So I just quail man for life.
3: Um, that is on my honorable mentions. Um, and that's kind of another show that's, Casey's was canceled or not, whatever it, the issues that it went through. But um, Doug went from Nickelodeon to Disney, so it kind of jumped around a bunch too. There's actually again, Doug is on Disney Plus, but only so many The ABC episodes,
0: episodes or CBS or whatever they own that stage. ABC, yeah.
3: Yep. Um, but I that was another show that I remember. Uh, I was young at the time, because I was at my old house and I was only five when I lived there. But I remember every night sitting down and watching that. I don't know if it's really a five-year-old show, but you know, did it anyways.
0: Yeah, it's a good show. Beats. (laughs) They
2: rule. Great band.
3: The Beats. The Beats. (laughs) Way before the headphones.
2: (laughs) All right. (laughs) So my number four is also taking a trip down memory lane this is not typically like a, a well-known or well-liked cartoon show um for me it was my introduction to the transformers because it was the first transformers bit of entertainment i got and that was uh transformers beast wars uh they prehistoric they, they're animals instead of machines um but you get the same typical decepticon um against uh the prime optimus and all his crew and it, i i loved it i loved it it's my childhood right there
1: the Autobots. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I, I. don't know if I watch Beast Wars. Sorry, Casey. Um, I mean, I've seen a bunch of Transformer cartoons. I just don't know if I specifically have ever watched the Beast War ones. But it sounds cool.
3: Yeah, I don't remember that one honestly.
0: I do. <laughs> I
2: Aren't there rumors that this is going to be the next Transformers franchise? Yeah, there
0: are. Um, it was. So, I don't know if you guys remember, like, there was that shift that went from 2D animation to 3D animation. And Beast Wars was one of those. Like, Reboot, remember that one? Where they were like, ooh, 3D animation. Like, I think at that point...
2: Horrible squares and triangles. Yeah,
0: well, because what happened was, like, Toy Story came out for Pixar. And obviously, like, Toy Story had who knows hundreds of millions of dollars probably behind it to make that movie because of how long it, it took them four years to do it. So how do you do that? But on a super small budget <laughs> for a 20 minute cartoon that's weekly, you know what I mean? It's not going to look like toy story, which still holds up. So yeah, those, those early ones were rough and, um, transformers is good. Uh, beast wars. It was, it's good, but, it's literally the exact same storylines. It's just that Optimus Prime is a gorilla, and I can't remember what uh, Megatron was at that. Maybe a T Rex or he something? A, he was a T Rex. Yeah, like they were dinosaurs and they were like animals. The they're mammals. Species. They're mammals. Yeah.
2: And, uh, and Decepticons were dinosaurs and insects. But Eight. it did, it followed the same Transformer storyline for the first I'm couple of seasons.
0: Literally the exact same story, Just But they,
2: the last couple of seasons, it takes this sharp left turn into like fantasy and it, it gets really weird at the end. I'm into weird stuff. So I got one more, I got another sprinkling. Um, so you got to tell me what's the, what's the tune connection here? Uh, again, another easy one. That 70s show and family guy.
1: Mila Kunis.
2: Oh, yeah, Mila Kunis. That is correct.
3: Good
2: call. She does the voice-up back.
3: I said I'm really bad at those. <laughs> we'll
0: get the next one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your next cartoon?
3: Um, my next one will go old school. Um, Scooby-Doo. Um... So, a lot of my childhood, um, whether it be TV or uh, the millions of movies that they had, um, up until I watched my Family Video all the time. Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island. Come on. Um, but I, I think that this... There you go. Mystery Machine. Um, I think that this was a, a hugely popular show. Um, I mean, they did animated obviously but then they did live action movies and stuff like that and everybody knows who scooby-doo is
1: yeah i mean if i think if you were to do a mount rushmore of animated kid shows scooby-doo would be on that mount rushmore i think it's iconic um timeless uh will always hold up because it's i mean it's genius you got Great characters, always a mystery, funny, like, I I don't know, I just, I've always thought, like, it's, it's with, like, Flintstones and some of the other stuff that just would be on a Mount Rushmore.
3: Well, I mean, they, they do so many different crossovers, (laughs) so.
2: Scooby-Doo is is on my honorable mentions. Um, It holds a special place for me, because I used to watch it every morning uh, at my grandmother's house while she watched me before, like, elementary school. So I've literally seen, like, every single episode. Plus, my love for mystery, I mean, yes. had to have stemmed in some part from Scooby-Doo.
3: thats I, I agree with that. That's one of the reasons I enjoyed it so much.
2: And it's still on.
0: I mean, they're doing that live, or not live action, but that CGI movie is supposed to come out. I don't think it's coming out this year now because of the virus, but that Scoob movie is due out sometime. So, I mean, hes he's one of the ones... Uh, more than a lot of the other guys that is still going strong.
1: Yep, absolutely. Yep. And, and like Lawrence said, the crossover is like everything from other shows to other media avenues. Like they've done wrestling ones and, and just yep. stuff like that. It's like, it's endless.
3: Supernatural.
1: And, yeah. I mean, yeah, even man, if you, man. even if you aren't a huge Scooby-Doo fan, it's one of those shows that I feel like no one's ever like Scooby-Doo is dumb. Like if it, everyone can watch it if it's on, like mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. just yep. iconic.
3: Well, nobody's... I mean, you talk to anybody and you say, like, oh, Scooby-Doo, and they're like, who? What? Like, you know what it is. You've seen an episode.
0: Yep. Uh, That's a great one. I love that one. Uh, Right. Number three, even though you think it might be higher on the list, (laughs) Spider-Man. Again, another badass theme song. Same Fox 90s run. Um strayed a bit from the comic storylines but overall uh just like x-men introduced almost every single spider-man character that i can think of um and still holds up uh the problem is i have to watch it on disney plus but i had like a bootleg version because it was never released officially and the episodes are out of order so i remember trying to watch it and being like oh well this is super frustrating that it's like the clone saga mixed with the venom saga and i'm just like what the hell's happening so um i'll have to check it disney plus and, and rewatch it again but super super fun show uh obviously huge spider-man fan like myself i've got like film cells from that movie toys from or from that show toys from that show like i just i'm hardcore about that bob
2: so I believe it's called Spider-Man, the animated series. I know, but you said to leave that. So I, <laughs> no, I'm I just saying, I like, I, it, I, it just goes to prove my point that I think this is one of what's going to wind up being at least five or six mentions during the show of that run in the 90s, where it was literally blank, the animated series. It's a great show. I watched it when I was a kid, and I'm not even a huge Spider-Man fan, um, but this was my introduction to Spider-Man. It was awesome. Yeah. And I, I think part of what, what sells a comic book animated show is is it? It's kind of told how comic books are. You get these quick little glances of a story that last twenty minutes and come out every single week forever. Um, it's it's just you get to, an introduction to the to villains, but they can come back and like continue to be pests rather than die off in the movies. It's just it's a perfect avenue.
1: Yeah, I agree. This this show was amazing, very comic-y. I was just gonna ask why. So back then, I feel like a lot of these old comic book TV shows were very, very, very true to the comic. They didn't try and steer. They didn't try and take creative liberties. So like, just as a side question, like, when did that become a thing? Because like, now a lot of times we're like, that wouldn't happen in the comic. He doesn't do that in the comic because like, directors or whoever are like, taking liberties and like changing little things here and there. But I feel like with X-Men, with Spider-Man, with some of the other animated series that shall not be named yet, um, they're very true – to the material um do you think that's because there wasn't as many eyes on it it wasn't as big of a money maker yet um i don't know i guess like why do you think that that was
2: i
0: think at that time it wasn't so let's say spider-man just because it's easiest one right now okay well sorry x-men didn't have an animated series before that so that solves that problem where else are they gonna go for spider-man had like spider-man and his like super friends and all that kind of stuff that 60s one that they kind of made fun of in um spider verse like but those again were just like they were following the comic book strip more than the comic book itself like the sunday morning comic so i think what it is is like nowadays those shows and you know we're gonna mention another one like they were uncontested at this time. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... They had nothing to go against. Now, there's 15 different Spider-Man cartoons and X-Men and Batman and everyone else. So, like, I think at that time, they didn't have the, the artistic liberties or even thought process to go, well, why do anything different? Like, this is what we have, 60 years of material. Let's just do it. So, I think that's why. I think nowadays everything's trying to have a connected universe and everything's trying to like all be one big story together, even if it's in like four different um, cartoons. And I think that's why they, they have to go and get more creative than they used to be back in the day.
2: Just a thought. (laughs) Uh, If I could chime in on that topic, I, I think personally, the reason why is because, you know, some of the stories in, the, in these, the X-Men and, and Spider-Man, some of the ones we're going to name, they, they did follow the comic books in a lot of the episodes. But in a lot of episodes, they didn't. I mean, um, the, the one that I'm sure we're going to bring up, and I'm not going to mention here, invented a character. Um, you know The X-Men followed a couple different storylines that were in the comic books. Spider-Man certainly did um, in a lot of avenues. I think part of that is because you're putting out so much content. I mean, you're talking weekly shows. You're talking, you know, like like Casey mentioned, like 40 episodes a season. Um, some of these ran for a couple, couple, you know, three, four seasons. Yeah. So, why not tap into that endless supply of stories that have already been liked and and talked about?
0: Yeah. All right. Who's next?
1: Uh, Dave. I so. My next one is My Little. Po- I'm just kidding. Maddie wanted me to- Maddie wanted me to put My Little Pony on it because it's quote unquote the best show ever. Um. So Maddie, or so you
3: shouldn't say me. it yet. It should be
2: last. She'll no, get no arguments it's for me.
3: Her her
1: best show ever. Oh, ah, okay. Uh, so Jason, thanks for clarifying. That out. Um, shout out to Rarity because she's the best one. But um, my number three is going to be the the Boondocks. Um fucking love this show it's genius um original uh just super funny took on some crazy topics um the characters are amazing it's just i remember like finding this show like i didn't remember i didn't know what it was and i just like stumbled upon an episode and like that theme song hits the show hits, and it's just it's it's absolutely genius. Like this show is just genius. That's the only way I can really describe it. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have seen it. I would suspect that some of you have, but yeah, I mean, this was it's it's easily in my top three.
2: I have never seen. I've heard good things. Same. I watched the shit
0: out of it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I own all the seasons. Yeah.
1: yeah I, I knew that. was What coming. is it about?
0: Oh, my God. So it was a weekly comic book uh, strip, like on Sundays, from Eric Magruder. He is a huge, like, geek comic book fan himself. And they took the comic book strip and they just turned it into an animated uh, show. But the animation style, and now I want to look at it because it looks like the stuff that's getting made now, like Castlevania and stuff like that. It looks like that type of anime. Um, It's just about these two kids who uh live with their grandfather and they go on like stupid little adventures but they're like you know it's urban they swear it was on hbo um it's on my honorable mentions like i don't know i mean my list of like 70 other shows that i wrote down (laughs) but like i wrote that one down it's such a good show theme song like you said it's like you know how there's certain theme songs that you do not skip like x-men being one of them where you just don't want to fast forward you're like i could i could hum that song (laughs) (laughs) like boondocks is one of those two so yeah i encourage everybody if if um if you haven't seen it it You can still find the old episodes and HBO Max, which got announced to be coming out on May 27th. I don't know when I'm going to air this episode, but um, it will have all the episodes because there's going to be a new season of the Boondocks that Aaron Magruder is
2: bringing back.
1: I didn't know that, but that just made my day.
2: There you go. Okay, I guess I'll go next. Uh, My number three is Castlevania and that's really high up on the list for a relatively new animated show but here's my argument for it um, it is utterly phenomenal uh, i'm not one into anime um I've never been a fan of anime i can't i can't name another anime show that i like and i, I would even argue that this isn't quite anime it's got kind of an american feel to the animation um, the animation is crisp the the storyline is utterly amazing it taps into the nostalgia of the video game it taps into the fantasy of the vampires and magic that i like um it's just a really great show
0: i would uh it, it was my number two so
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> you know for all those reasons and you know like it's just so good It's just so fucking good. It really is. It's very smart. It's very um, violent. You know, it deals with religion in a cool way. It deals with all the monsters in a cool way. And if you even know any little thing about the video games, you will enjoy it. Like any little thing about it. So, I don't know. I, um, I love that show. As soon as I saw it, I knew I was a fan. And I haven't been like that invested in a show so quick in a very long time. Um, as I, I have been with Castlevania for sure.
3: How many seasons are out?
0: Three, three.
3: Is it still airing?
0: Yep. Yes. It's on Netflix.
3: Interesting. All
2: and right. I, th- I think the first season is only like three episodes.
0: Yeah, I think three or four and they're half hour. So it's a quick watch. And, um, to your point, um, it is anime, but it's made here in America. I think in Austin, powerhouse media. So there's been an argument online saying it's not really anime because it's not from Japan. So they call it like Austin May or something bullshit like that. Awesome.
2: Awesome. <laughs> but, man. Yeah.
0: Um, but that same animation studio is going to be doing uh, He-Man coming up. The Kevin Smith He-Man show.
2: I heard that. I'm really excited about. It. They got some good voice actors for that.
0: I do got some awesome ones. So okay, sweet. All right, Lauren.
3: Um. So my next one uh, would be since Dave already mentioned it, even though he didn't pick it, uh, would probably be Rugrats. Just that was the time I grew up in. Um, that was. Really, really popular when I was a kid. Um, it stemmed again, movies and a spin-off TV show that didn't really do a whole heck of a lot. But, you know, still it happened. Um, and when I think back on it, I think that there are different um, kind of generations. Because, I mean, you have your original cast, and then you have, like, the addition of Kimmy and, like, Dill. And kind of the cast grows, which I think it's funny for... An animated, like there was actual <laughs> addition to it. I thought
2: that was funny, but yeah, Rugrats. So, so I know we're we're very much don't yuck my yum on the show, and uh, I would never throw shade at somebody, <laughs> but in the sense of keeping <laughs> some sort up. of, <laughs> in the but... sense of keeping some sort of dramatic, you know, dramaticness to the show, I, I I couldn't do it. Rugrats was probably one of the first things that crossed off my list because yeah, I watched it as a kid. Who didn't? Um, and it was a good show. It doesn't, it doesn't withstand the test of time. I, I don't go back and watch that now. I just, it it, it no. was too, it was too yeah. kiddish to hold hold weight. So,
3: so this is not one that is on my list for like excellent content. This is ninety nine percent nostalgia vote right here. But it is probably probably one of the most vivid that I remember from early on in my childhood. So.
0: from the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you. We're don'tforgetatowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel.
2: DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of dontforgetatowel.com the only place to travel geekly,
0: focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT
1: Comics. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that just because something doesn't hold weight now... Uh, doesn't mean that it isn't in, wasn't impactful or monumental or important to you at some point in your life. So when we're talking about our favorite shows of all time, I I can throw you like I can understand that because if if it was your show, like you like I think you said, uh, that like kind of defines your childhood, that brings you back to your childhood. That's an important piece of your life and an important memory so i i can totally get that where even if it doesn't necessarily like hold up now so yeah oh I, yeah I, it does I, it does not i liked rugrats it just wasn't dug to me but i Obviously. i get that like they're both vastly super popular shows so
0: i watched Rugrats. um you know what it was that i thought was cool is a uh, little rugrats fun Pact. i don't know if bob has this on his list or not is it on the list But anyway, there is there is a Rugrats fact coming up soon. Mark Mothersbaugh, who is the lead singer to Devo, is the person who did the theme song for Rugrats. And he also does all the music for Wes Anderson movies, I want to say. And he's done a lot of commercials and stuff like that. So I always thought that was really weird when I found that out. That was my that's my sprinkle i don't think anyone else would have got it so
2: <laughs> so uh so my tune my tune connection this round is the rugrats and die hard
0: oh and die
2: hard here here's your hint it's when i say the rugrats i i mean the official rugrats movie not the show oh
0: i don't even remember that movie Alan is Rickman. Alan Rick- yeah, I was gonna say Alan Rickman, the voice of somebody. I don't know.
2: Spike the dog was voiced by Bruce Willis.
0: Oh. Okay. That guy'll do
1: anything for a paycheck.
0: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> remember him and Demi Moore were like voices in the Beavis and Butthead movie?
1: Interesting. I don't you know say that.
0: that. Oh, is, that on, is that your number
1: one? <laughs> not, not number one.
0: Um. So, because of Bob taking my number two which is Castlevania I will swap in one of my honorable mentions Um, I'm going to say Spawn the animated series (laughs) Uh, which it is called so (laughs) it was to the best of my knowledge other than maybe Beavis and Butthead but it's the first time I think I saw an adult animated series it was on HBO. It's extremely violent. They can swear. There's sex, blah, blah, blah all that stuff. And you got to remember at this time, this is like the early mid 90s, these huge mega dudes from Marvel left and formed Image. And then the biggest Image comic, still, other than Walking Dead, to this day is Spawn. So I was a huge Spawn fan at this time. And seeing this show just like blew my mind because I was like, holy cow. I've never seen something so dark like this is Batman. If they could add in swearing and sex and that level of violence. So um, the show has always stuck with me. There's only one season of it. They've hinted many times that they wanted to bring it back, but they never did. Um, Keith David does the voice of Spawn, who's in something about Mary and the thing and they live and a bunch of other movies. Um, So anyway, awesome, awesome show. And definitely, uh, if you have not seen it, I one season. And I think they're probably half hour each. Very quick to watch.
2: It's a great show. It's a great comic book. I'm excited about the announcement of the movie. Um, Todd McFarlane, right? Isn't he the one that, that wrote this yep. yep. it's it Just like you said, it's, it's graphic. It's adult. And um, if you like that, it's it's awesome. It really is. I don't know anything about it. That's cool.
1: I've seen part of it, I haven't seen the whole thing, but yeah, like you said, it's uh, not for Jason, um, but very well done and very, uh, like, creative, um, violent uh, adult, yeah.
0: You can borrow it. Word. I own it.
1: <laughs> Just mail it to me, because who knows when the next time I'll actually see you in person. is. Absolutely. Alright, you're next. Um, next. Um, Alright, I had to do some adjusting because someone mentioned Um, so my number two is going to be a mixture of Beavis and Butthead and Ren and Stimpy. Um, like you said with Spawn, these are the first two, like, adult comics that I ever saw. Um, and I think, I'm pretty sure it was, like, my early teens. So, like, right at the time where, like, that stuff was, like, super badass. And these dudes were talking about, like, Beavis and Butthead were talking about, like, doing chicks. Sorry, Lauren. And stuff like that. Like, partying and stuff like that. So, like, um... And the music's awesome. Like, when they randomly, go, like, start watching music videos and stuff, it's all, like, metal and, like, rock and roll and, like, I don't know. I, I love these shows. For Ren and Stimpy, like, again, like...
0: It was a Nickelodeon show.
1: Yeah, but it was still, like... <laughs> it was kinda. pushing the oh, edge there. Oh, yeah. it
0: is. Now, if you watch it with a fresh set of eyes, it's disgusting and <laughs> highly perverted. But I'm just saying, at that time... It didn't when fit into the Nickelodeon... It, It was on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But both those
1: shows to me were just like, maybe they're ahead of its time in a way because the adult cartoon was not really a thing yet. Um, In my mind, um, cartoons like for adults, for teenagers, like to me at that time, cartoons were for kids. And then they came out with these and it was like, oh, cartoons are not for kids. Um, But yeah, so I put them at number two, just because I guess more of an impact on me and what I remember of
0: my life
3: Question: I remember a show called Cow and Chicken. Did that have anything to do with Ren and Stimpy? No. Okay, that was like same jumbled memory. Moving on.
2: (laughs) Bob, all right, I will go next. Um, This is our number twos. Lauren already mentioned gargoyles, so I will swap in one of my honorable mentions. We did already talk about Scooby Doo, Um, so I'm going to throw in Rick and Morty. Um, it was actually not on my list until uh, you guys brought it up. Um, I love it. I think it's a hilarious show. I binge watched on the first three seasons. It's funny. I've mentioned it before. Um, I did throw away another one to put this on here only because I felt like it is new. And that's why it really shouldn't be in the top five. But I could definitely see it being something that I referenced five or ten years from now or rewatch several times. It's just a really interesting concept on a cartoon.
1: I don't think that new matters, though, Bob. I mean, you had Castlevania on there, and that's new. These are just... We're not talking about... To me... Well, maybe it's interpretation. So, like, I didn't interpret this as, like, the Mount Rushmore. Because, like, Flintstones is not on my list. Mickey Mouse is not on my list. Like, things like that that, like, are iconic. And and if you're talking about the, great, like, legit greatest cartoons of all time, I feel like... Looney ago,
0: Tunes.
1: Like, Looney Tunes. Yeah, I mean, right, Maniacs yeah. is an honorable mention. But, like, to me, these are things that were our five favorite um and kind of shaped us so maybe i misinterpreted but like i don't think you need to explain no,
2: no, no. like that it's i new. don't think i don't think it's a misinterpretation that's what i'm saying Like one of the things i like about our show is that it's up to individual interpretation and i interpret it as this was my top five mount rushmore um and that's why i say like rick and morty i think will be up there eventually but in my personal interpretation of this something that new can't compete against something that has you know been the foundation of my childhood and who i am you know
1: but you have Castlevania at four.
2: Because, and that's, that's why, I mean, to me, it's not a hard, steadfast rule, but Castlevania definitely breaks that rule because it's that good. That's why like you, you being so obsessed with not watching it, like it, it, like you don't understand how good it is. It's really that good.
1: I'm not obsessed with not watching. It, it just hasn't made it to that. I yeah, think, I, up, I think, listen, it's so I think if we go, I think if we open up my Netflix, I think I watched the first episode or two, honestly, when it first <laughs> dropped. Cause I like the games. It's just not something that's like, soup like i have a list of things that i still need to get through like we talked about earlier i just started you um amongst other things so like yes (laughs) but like specifically i will i will get there at some point
0: i um i love rick and morty it's it's on this mega list to your point like i think i brought it up earlier with castlevania like i haven't watched something like so like oh my gosh in such a long time like a cartoon rick and morty for sure been to the shit out of it and if you like science fiction it's one of the most like the smartest things i've ever seen like i'm talking like Star Trek, Star Wars, no, because it's really a fantasy. But, like, um, time travel, like, Back to the Future, like, everything you can think of as heavy sci-fi concept, like, androids, Asimov, Ursula L. Gwynn, like, I'm talking that kind of stuff. It goes there. It takes it in a stupid way. But, like, if you're into, like, the old school science fiction classic books, Neuromancer, like, that kind of stuff. This dude, like, these guys who write write at Dan Harmon and, and Justin Roiland are effing geniuses.
1: I mean, that's what I was going to say. It's brilliant. I haven't watched it like, from the beginning through, but I've caught maybe 20 episodes of this show. Um, and caught every time... 20?
0: That's that's a heavy number. 20? Season?
1: I don't that's, know. There's only saying, if it's on, seasons. if it's on, I will watch it. I don't, like, record it, and I don't own it. But, like, it's it is it's genius it's pop culture it's science fiction it's everything um and it kind of like starts a new trend like that's a show that will start a new trend or is a trendsetter so i i get why it's on everyone's list it's 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 effing great
2: i i love the and i don't, I don't want to get super specific with this show especially i don't want to no know spoilers or anything but yeah. one of the things i love about the show is they take it like one step further so you know, you have a lot of science fiction shows that are oh my god look at this cool thing we're gonna take to this cool planet and oh my god and they kind of do this wow and awe with you as the audience member but in this show rick plays this this character that's like yeah seen it done it don't care can we move on like he literally doesn't care about a lot of things because he's he's seen it all like it, there's no if if so and so dies i'll just go get another one from another alternate universe it's not a big deal to me
3: so Listening to you guys talk about this show makes me want to watch it. I am one of the people who has not seen a single episode or anything like that. Um, but I see all of, like, it. well, I see all the memes online and I see all the people referencing it, and it it was just kind of like oversaturated to me. And it was
0: overwhelming like, at first because everything it, it was
3: annoying. Absolutely. It was just super annoying, so I was like, "Absolutely not!" Like, I I refuse to watch this. So maybe enough time has passed, and listening to how you guys talk about it, like, I guess the people I listened to explain it and the way that they explained it, not good. So I was like, "Not, not for me." But this makes me want to watch it. So
0: yeah, you should. You'll
1: put watch. it on. And put it on your list.
3: I was gonna say, add it to the ever growing list.
0: What's next, next time you're on the podcast? Yeah, I know. Your list.
3: <laughs> Every time. Um, so, my number two is I feel like people are going to get mad at me for saying because it's going to steal other, other people's number ones, I think. so. What? What? Uh, <laughs> um,
2: don't do it, Lauren. Don't do it. I, do it.
1: I'm not gonna Do it. Do it. No, it's, it's okay. mind the first time. No, man up. Woman
2: well, up. Yeah, just do
0: it. Just do it.
1: Don't tell. Don't tell, let men would tell you what to do. Go ahead, do your thing.
0: Is it Am men
3: telling you what
1: to do? <laughs> don't let men tell you what to do. Don't let them hold you down.
0: Is it gummy yeah, bears? It's,
3: it's not. Uh, but that was that's on my honorable mentions, So don't even. Um, no, I I'm gonna skip it and I'm gonna go to my other one on my. No 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 no. Do it do
2: it do, do it, it. do, it. No. do it. no
3: no no nope, Because I have so many honorable mentions, it's cool. Because I'll just dump in everybody else. Um. My next just, one is Teen Titans.
1: Should never hire hired you at Family Video.
3: Wow. That hurt. But anyways, since you probably missed it, my next one is Teen Titans. The original Teen Titans, not this. Teen Titans go crap. Um, Teen Titans, um, <laughs> I own all of the seasons on DVD. Um, probably one of my first, uh, I mean, there's not, not a, comic book that I would intake there. But I mean you have your references to Robin and like so on and so forth. Um you have your um your usual suspects for animated series voices, um so Strong cast and just one of those seasons or one of those shows that I actually still remember the content of, probably because I own it and I've watched it so many times. Um but yeah, um this was probably one of my first shows that I actually, like I said, remember the content and actually sat down and watched. It wasn't the background noise cartoon that was on kind of idea. So
0: sweet. Mm-hmm. I uh, I have not watched Teen Titans, but one of my honorable mentions is Young Justice. Have you watched that?
3: Um I have caught it on TV but not in a very
0: like, like not recently. So from my friends who've watched teen Titans, apparently young justice is just it's up there. Like okay. I didn't, I I never watched like, we're probably going to talk about it next anyways, but like all of those in a row, <laughs> Batman, <laughs> Superman, there you go. Uh, the new adventures of Batman and Superman, <laughs> then teen Titans came out. Then, you know, Batman, brave and the bold, the Batman, all of that and then I just never got around to Teen Titans. I watched like everything else and I did not watch the first couple seasons of Young Justice. So when DC Universe announced season 3 was coming out, I had subscribed to DC Universe. I binged those first two seasons of Young Justice and absolutely freaking love them. And I understand that like it's all the same people who do all that yeah. stuff. So I will go back and watch Teen Titans. I've heard it's amazing. I don't I like the Titan show. I like all the characters. There's just literally no reason why I haven't seen it other than time. So, awesome pick.
3: Well, I own it if you would like to borrow it.
0: Well, it's all on DC Universe, so I'll just watch it. Oh,
3: well, fair enough, then.
0: Okay. I haven't <laughs> watched
3: the Titan show, um, but I probably should since this is on my list. Yeah, so and... <laughs> now, if you have Titans,
0: please do watch the show. <laughs>
2: So it is time for my last of the uh, tune connections, Um, and to me this is one of the most interesting ones that I researched and found out. So, uh, what is the connection between Rocky Horror Picture Show and the Wild Thornberries?
0: Rick Moranis. No, it would be. I I just fucking guess. Tim Curry. Tim Tim Curry, yeah, probably is like the dad. (laughs)
2: or something.
3: Nigel Thornberry.
2: Nigel Thornberry. Look at Lauren. <laughs> Very good. Did you watch that show? I did. I watched the movie
0: in the theater.
2: In oh, theater. That's...
0: Yeah, yeah. That's Real Big Fish did a cover of uh, another Ska song in that movie. <laughs> it had a good so that's why you went
3: to see it? So you yeah, went
1: I to see it in the theater to <laughs> listen to
3: the,
0: to song? the, to the, the ska one song. song? I've done it. Clueless had the Mighty Mighty Ballstones. It also no, Clueless is also a good movie, but yeah. Yes. Um, all right, number one on my list <laughs> is, is Batman, it? the animated series.
3: <laughs> Same.
0: It's just that, like, Same. is it? Dave? Not for me. No, of course oh it is. Gosh, not for me.
1: Um. I'm not, I'm not allowed to have an opinion?
0: No, you're allowed to have an opinion. I just think that's... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's...
2: Th- literally three against one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I knew you guys were going to put it on there, so I didn't even write it on my list.
2: I am I am surprised it made it this far, because I thought for sure it was going to be on everybody's list well, at some point. Well, I guess what I'm saying it is...
1: It is. It is on everyone's list. <clears throat> I didn't write it down because I knew you guys were going to talk about it. It's on Lauren's list, but you bullied her into not saying it. So it's on everyone's list.
0: <laughs> so why didn't you just say it's on your list? You just didn't want to do it because it was on everyone else's list.
1: It, it wouldn't be my number one. That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, that's... Okay, well, whatever. We'll get to it. So, Batman the animated series. Everyone talk about what your favorite episode is. Mine <laughs> is almost got him.
2: So, there's actually a um. So there's so much content now on Batman the animated series. It's funny. It, it's, it's the fact that everybody's number one list. It's, t- it's talked about so often. And they just um,
0: continued the comic right now.
2: Right. Well, I, I mean, that's that's the point. Is like I don't remember it being that popular when it was on. I was watching it as a kid, and now it's just. It carries, you know, generationally. It's a, it's amazing. It's an amazing show. It 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 walks that very fine line between a kid's show that that literally my my six year old can watch and a show that I can sit down and watch with him. It's just as entertaining. It's got great storylines. It, it's it is the Batman, the quintessential Batman show. It introduced um, Mark Hamill as Joker. It introduced Harley Quinn as a character. It, it's just an amazing show.
1: If that show dropped today it would be the biggest thing in the world because like you said, like it's just unique. It's creative. It's well told. The story is true. It's cool to be a nerd. Now more people would watch it. More people would embrace it. We're in a fucking Sorry. We're in a freaking quarantine. So more people are watching everything. Um, if Jason made it that far to hear that F bomb, I give him credit because that's an attention span. Um, but yeah, I I think
0: I did. I dropped like five.
1: I thought I was good. Um, (laughs) either way, I digress. I, uh, I just think that the reason it wasn't as big, you didn't hear as much about it in the back then, was just because like geekdom wasn't as talk, was wasn't as cool. There wasn't as many avenues to stream things. The internet. The internet binging wasn't as cool back then. So like if that dropped now, yeah, like it, it's all everyone would talk about, Casey.
0: I just want to bring up one other quick point with that. It also premiered at night, and that yeah. was different. Remember, I think it was like. A Wednesday night or I, my uncle, I remember, I mean, can remember like the exact moment that it dropped. But I remember him and I, you know, when I was a kid and it was like seven or eight o'clock at night, which like for me, I went to bed at 730 when I was yeah, a kid. Could, I got I was allowed stay to up. stay up right. to to watch it. So. And then, you know, it started showing in, in the mornings, I think on Saturday mornings or something. But anyway, I think that's part of it, too, is, like, it probably was huge
2: amongst adults talking about
0: it. Us kids, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we didn't as much. And, like, again, geek things. Not everyone was talking about comics like they did back then.
3: So, whenever I'm on the podcast with you guys, I always feel like I am the, uh, like, token nerd but doesn't know anything um so you just kind of have to explain for the audience but you're really explaining for me um <laughs> <laughs> this show or the, like batman the animated series i watched as a kid just on my own um nobody in my family are quote-unquote geeks like that was just my thing i saw this on tv and was like this is awesome i love this um now, if I can't tell you that I watched them all in order, I can't tell you any of that. But yeah. obviously, we know I have a huge love for Harley Quinn, so Joker's favor would be my favorite episode. Uh, the fact that, as Bob already pointed out, like this show not only took the com- like took stories from the comics, but then added on to them. Harley Quinn, um, like it, it's just awesome to me, and I think that's it's really cool and it makes me feel cool because I watched it and I partook in this uh, nerdiness, I guess.
2: So there's so much about the show that I think a lot of people don't know or don't give it credit for because it's become quintessential in the Batman storyline. I mean, another prime example is Dr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze, he is kind of like an anti hero now in the sense that he's not out to take over the world or destroy Gotham like most of the villains. He just wants to save his wife. That that whole backstory was first introduced in the animated show. Before that, Mr. Freeze was a B villain at best and was kind of getting phased out. Um I mean there's there's just there's so many things that this show brought to, to the, the mainstream and awesome.
3: I mean you already mentioned it, but Mark Hamill is the joker that he is what I think like he that is the joker I think of that is
0: that is a Batman that is everyone's yeah. Batman
1: he he yeah, I was say
3: you're right
2: the
1: show arguably gave us the best Batman and the best joker and okay. that's yeah. yeah and that's high praise with the yep. ensemble that have taken over those characters.
2: But I think part of that is, again, the, the avenue. I mean, one of the things that I think we're overlooking a lot when we talk about this is the fact that it's the animated show, um, the, the the reliving of some of these villains and some of these heroes. You do get the storyline and the relationship buildup. It's not a one off. It's not something they bump into each other. They have a fight and one of them wins. They have reoccurring history with each other, which helps develop the characters over many episodes. Hundred percent.
3: Which is cool for a quick short cartoon.
0: Yeah. And exactly. There's,
3: there's underlying stories, there's there's backstory, there's there's like more meat to the story than oh hey, this happened, like you said. Like a chance encounter.
0: So Dave, you're the odd man out. What's your favorite <laughs> show of all time?
1: South Park. It's been on forever. It's genius. Um, They tackle literally everything. There is no topic they won't touch. Sometimes they go too far. Um, 100% admit that. And you don't always have to necessarily agree with how they are portraying the opinions or what they're doing. Like, it's controversial, but they literally touch everything. They do everything. They've done race. They've done gender stuff they've done like literally everything in our world this cartoon has talked about made jokes about um it's just in my mind like the fact that it's been on for so long kind of like the simpsons which shocked no one talked about um i don't know this show i always laugh i always think it's funny um the movie was awesome like it's just a pop culture phenomenon um so that's why, to me, it's my favorite.
2: I am not a South Park fan. I never really have been. Never got into it. Um, I'm not a big like uh, dick and fart joke kind of guy. I like something with a little more jokiness. Um, but with that being said, you're right. It's, it's a long-running show. It's got a huge fandom. Um, so I, I give it a lot of credit. And I think it has a, a, a place on the quintessential list. Uh, you did mention the Simpsons. I didn't bring that up either. Uh, only cause I do feel it's, it's been overshadowed, um, a lot in the last decade or so. Uh, it's been bounced around a lot, uh, between Fox and Disney. I, I say bounced around a lot, but that's not really that true. Uh, I, I think that they've tried to tone it down. When South Park first came out, people compared it a lot to Ren and Stimpy and the Simpsons with its cutting edge. And, you know, it was a, approach every topic. Simpsons don't, doesn't do that anymore. Um, and I think that's why it's kind of lost its appeal over the last you know, couple of years.
1: Yeah, I'm, I more just was comparing it as far as like longevity goes. Um, but no, I completely understand your point. I am a dick and fart joke guy. Um, hence my love for Kevin Smith. Uh, he's made millions on it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah I, 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 yeah, I am a dick and fart joke. So I can understand that. But I do think that if you give it a chance, there are topics that they don't go into. Or they don't use dick and fart jokes to hammer home the humor. Um, but I could see you not giving it the time to do that because of what's thrown in your face, which is that type
3: of humor. Uh, you mentioned Simpsons and the fact that nobody really mentioned the Simpsons. Um, if I was able to narrow it down um, and just do kind of like a mini part of the Simpsons, I would have added the Treehouse of Horrors. Um, yeah. That that to me would have been a kind of like a, a miniature... I, it's like a show within a show. It's like a special. Yeah. That's what looking for. apparently like, I can't talk today.
1: And I mean, and it, and it, we might do all honorable mentions. I'm assuming we will. And Simpsons been oh, yeah, on yeah. there. I was just using it as an example to for longevity. Yeah.
3: No. No. That's.
0: Yeah. I have I have South Park and Simpsons as my honorable mentions. South Park stills hilarious. I've always respected those two guys as creatives. I think they're geniuses themselves. Um simpsons season one through (laughs) ten i could probably quote you every line from every episode and then after that it just got boring you know what i mean it was also at the time when like south park was there and then you had family guy which also didn't make our list apparently but like but family guy i don't watch anymore either because it just got played out in my opinion so um you know they're all but if you want to look at the pantheon of of shows of cartoons they all have their cultural significance and they were all pop culture icons in their own right at that time. So I, I put them on respectable, honorable mention lists.
1: So I was I was just going to throw two things out there. One, uh, is it Matt Stone and Trey Parker? Right. Those yes. are the guys. So they also gave us Basketball, which is a cult classic of mine. I love that movie. Um, and I was just going to say that's one of the things that stood out to me about South Park is where Family Guy Simpsons have kind of gotten played out um i don't i don't feel like south park has been like that like no I feel because
0: like they, it makes a show in a week i mean literally right, one right. they
1: already have a coronavirus one
0: yeah so, so i mean like they do it all within i think i remember eight days is how long it takes there's a documentary on it it's, right, it's
1: they, insane they stay super relevant so yep
2: do, do okay. we want to do
1: some honorable mentions or do you well, wanna, so
2: yeah. My, yeah everybody's last one has been has been said Um, I do have one more on my honorable mention that hasn't been brought up, so I'll throw that one out now. And then I think, we we all talked about how long our lists are. I say we just go around. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we just go around and just kind of rapid-fire name the ones that nobody's talked about. Um, So my last ones on my honorable mention is actually Pinky and the Brain. (laughs) Ah, Isn't
0: that part of Animaniacs, though? It is. So
2: so here's the thing. So Animaniacs is actually um, derived from Tiny Toons Adventure. That's where they got their start. um then animaniacs got their own show and they did pinky and the brain and then pinky and the brain got their own show as well um it's, it's the song is is memorable there's like conspiracy theories now about who was the smart one and who was really the idiot um it's just a great show it's funny it's playful
3: why weren't there talks of bringing that like the animaniacs and pinky and the brain back
0: yeah they they were um Cause so I think the issue is it's owned by Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers owns those characters, but it was also Steven Spielberg and um, the guy who did Batman actually. If you ever go go listen to Fat Man on Batman when he talks to um, the Batman the animated series creator, cause he worked on like all those shows too. What's his name? I'm like totally blinking right now. The guy who did Batman the animated series, not Bruce Tim, the other one. He also is writing the new adventures of Batman, the animated series. Tim <laughs> Bruce.
3: This is, this is your area of expertise. I
0: know, I know. This is definitely my thing. Literally all right. Friends <laughs> of but yeah.
3: anyways, all, all three of those, um, Tiny Toons, which when you guys said Looney Tunes, I was like, oh, hey, Tiny Toons is on my list. Uh, Tiny Toons, Animaniac, Pinky and the Brain, all three were also on my honorable mention.
2: Paul Dini.
1: What else was on your list?
3: Paul D- My list? Yeah. Am I doing my rap, my rap? Yeah. Just,
2: yeah right. It? All right.
3: Know. Um, DuckTales. Um, nice. yep. Slash Tailspin. Um, I've also got, uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Um,
1: Rocco's Modern Life.
3: Yep. With Ed Bighead. I call my dog Ed Bighead all the time. Um, uh, New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, just cause kind of going along with Scooby-Doo. That one was another one. That's a lot of my childhood. Um, more of the Disney side. Um, one nobody mentioned, Samurai Jack. Um, I really liked Samurai Jack. Uh, if I could find it, I would watch that from start to finish.
0: I just uh, want to jump into that one real quick, because yep. I actually put it on as an honorable mention, the show Primal. Have you heard of it? It's oh. that same guy who did Samurai Jack, and he also did the original Clone Wars before the 3D animation mm-hmm. Clone Wars. He has this this cartoon, no words, it's a caveman and taking place in the time of dinosaurs caveman and uh and a dinosaur who like befriend each other and have to like survive during that time period one of the smartest shows i've ever seen
3: and there's no talking
0: no talk because he's a caveman so he can't talk he just grunts grunts. yells a lot all right
3: uh and then the last one on my list i don't know that you guys will know it um there's a show called Kablam. It was on Nickelodeon.
2: Oh, come on. Oh. Of course I know Kablam.
3: Wow. wow. Okay. Uh, Theme
0: song done by the Toasters, which is a big ska band.
3: Which, okay.
1: So
0: which everybody is the reason Casey watched the show. Yeah. Yes, it was.
3: All right. Well, I was going to say, it's, it's basically like, to me, thinking back on it, it was like the kid version of like Robot Chicken.
0: Yeah. It's just a sketch show.
2: It's not like a.
3: Yeah. An animated show. sketch show.
2: It it brought us Prometheus and Bob, Bob! which is one of my favorites, man.
3: Yes, that's awesome.
2: Okay, we all know everyone knows kablam
3: more. (laughs) Okay, I tried to talk about it once. I talked about kablam and stick stickly, and people looked at me like I had five heads. And I was like, okay, people, I guess I watched way too much TV as a kid.
0: No, you're you're with your people.
3: (laughs) thank you guys. (laughs)
0: Um, and the listeners, you're you're here. (laughs)
3: <laughs> i'm home
0: um i'll just say the ones that we have not said because a lot of them are gonna be overlapping Ooh, Teenage- miss- oh oh courage
3: courage cowardly dog what's the other one on my list I uh, uh, sorry i don't I, it was on the bottom
0: no it's I, fine <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, scared the
3: crap out of me when
0: i was a kid <laughs> <laughs> anyways That's a good one i he-man Thundercats. Thundercats. Uh, uh, you know, those ones forever. Um, there's a show called Clone High, which is a show by the guys who did uh, Into the Spider-Verse and the Lego movie. This is like a Canadian show back in the day. Uh, Earthsmite is Heroes. As far as like Marvel, they're not as good with their animated series, with the exception of Spider-Man and X-Men, but Earth's Might is Heroes is the best Avengers cartoon I have ever seen. And it was completely awesome. And I wish it was still on. Very, very good. Um, home movies. Did I say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yes. The, dra- the Dragon King, uh, which is Dragon awesome. Prince. Dragon Prince. Yeah, uh, Dragon Prince. Close. That's a great show. Um, Pirates of Darkwater. I
1: yeah. go. Oh, one. So I got uh, Hulk, Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling. I just remember that as a kid, like a Hulk Hogan cartoon, and I was a big wrestling fan. Uh, not necessarily the greatest show, just important to me. Um, it was Rockin'. Have, I, have, I have The Critic, because I, I really liked that cartoon. Uh, it
0: and- sucks!
1: Dude. I- <laughs> no yeah. judgment. Oh, sorry.
0: No, that's he's, that's quoting
2: it.
1: Yeah, he's quoting yeah. it. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. It's okay. Just super. It's like Never super seen neat it. And it's kind of like what we do now. So, like, I don't know. Super <laughs> awesome cartoon. Uh, My bad. That's all good. Um, Bob's Burgers is a newer one that me and Kate really, really, really enjoy. Um, Bob's Burgers, same guy, I believe, does the voice as an Archer. That's a crazy cartoon, too. Um, oh, Archer's and, a good one. I forgot oh, about
2: the that. Movies as well.
1: Check yeah. Out. And then, no one listened to you, Casey. Um, and then I also had Family Guy on the list. I know it got played out, but like that's one of the first shows that I can remember. Like, and I'm sure it happened before, but like this thing got canceled. And then like the seasons on DVD came out and because of how well those sold, like it got picked back up. I just think that's crazy. And it was super popular for like a five year spin or span. It was like the the best thing ever for like five years. And then, yeah, it got played out, but like that's, that's important. That's crazy for a cartoon. So like I added it to my list. Um, I think I, I like Daria as a kid too. That was kinda like lower down. Um but yeah, we talked about Bojack Horseman too. So that's everything I had.
2: Okay, are you guys ready? Are you guys ready for all the ones that you've completely forgot about?
0: Can I just say that Dario's fucking great show.
2: It is yeah. a good show. I'll-
0: i It's a show. So good.
2: Uh Cat Dog, ah, Real Monsters.
0: Great, so. angry beavers
2: Angry beavers. Yeah. um i have
3: and, socks of all of those it's,
2: oh, right it's great it's, you said rock was modern life i mean that's right up there with those
1: Rose modern life
2: um one of the if we're talking about smartest shows ever one of the smartest animated shows ever futurama
1: i never uh, got into futurama i get it oh. like I, I know it's super popular I just never got into it. So, like, I, I get it. I'm not saying bad choice. I'm just saying it's so weird because, like, I like all the other shows that, like, surround that. I the think
0: we all movie. should go back and watch it because I, the, I do remember watching it at the time and being like, this is better than The Simpsons. And then yeah, I don't know right. what happened at that just, time. I just, just kind of fell off.
2: That but it show is a very literally smart hired like scientists to be on the staff to keep yeah, them accurate. Very smart they job. I want to say there's actually a mathematical formula they invented for the show that's like a real mathematical it's, it's insane. That show is one of the smartest shows ever created, especially for in the animated uh, uh genre. Um uh, American Dad, that was a funny one. It wasn't out for very long, but I thought Better that was than Family good. Guy. Uh,
0: I, oh, that alien Roger, so, so funny. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just, I don't think it's
1: better than family guy. To me, it was always like a family guy knockoff, but opinions I mean, it's
0: are you know, literally it's the same people. Who created
2: we it. we went Scooby-Doo and Flintstones. We didn't mention the Jets Jetsons at all. Um, good. And then you got your classics. Tom and Jerry was never mentioned. I don't think um, uh, some of the, like the, you mentioned Looney Tunes, um, but I think you could go way more in depth with that, with, you know, the different characters and stuff, but I, I won't waste everybody's time. Um, the Muppet babies was a good one. I watched that growing up. Um, I can't even I can't even think of all of them. I literally had a list of like probably 50 that I had Muppet, to whittle down to five.
3: Muppet
1: Babies are puppets though right? They're not. It wasn't no, animated.
2: I no, an animated. No, it was an animated one. Animated oh. Okay. Yep.
3: I, so all of those first Nickelodeon ones that you went into like the Avril Monsters, uh, Cat Dog, Angry Beavers, I had all of those on my list and I went with Rafa's Modern Life because that one was just the one that I remember the most as a kid. Um. But I tried to bring up like that, that chunk. I feel like that was all at the same time. Um, but I tried to bring up uh, Real monsters and angry beavers to somebody probably a couple months ago, and because I got this pack of socks and it's literally just their heads on them. My mom got them for me for Christmas. But I was explaining. I think I was explaining Where you it to Dana. I think right. Go Linda. I was explaining it to Dana, I think, because she was like, Who the heck are these people? And I was really upset that I had to explain who they were. But they're all on my list. (laughs) Casey, you're muted.
0: Everything you guys said is great. Really good (laughs) list. I I love (laughs) it. I love those socks. (laughs) Okay. Cool. Um real quick message if we forgot you what are we
1: yeah what are we are we gonna talk about what we geeked out that's what i was
0: gonna say real quick go around and say what you're geeking out on.
1: you got me go first
0: yeah
1: all right perfect so in the last uh three days i have started binging and finished one show but started been started binging another one one of them is you we talked about that everyone raved about it forever i had to let the hype drop down uh to avoid spoilers but then i um am watching i think i we have one or two episodes left in season one and it's freaking amazing like it's brilliant (laughs) um Crazy but brilliant, and then the other thing uh, I texted Casey, so he's probably hates me right now. But uh, I have a weak spot for trashy reality television show. The so the show uh, Too Hot to Handle on Netflix is some of ten of the worst human beings ever uh, created on, created on this earth, but they are gorgeous, um, most of them, and it is a train wreck. So I love it naturally. Um, so I watched that in two days. But yeah, uh, you is what I'm currently binging because we caught up on Shameless and we are up to. Season 10, which is still going on Showtime now.
3: You, we, I watched the first season with Dana, and that show made my anxiety go through the roof. But right. absolutely loved it, and just waiting to sit down and actually watch season 2 with her. Um, I love the fact that uh, Nellie from Haunting of Hill House, uh, I can't think of the actress's name, yeah. is in it. Um, so... Wanted to see that, but just haven't gotten to it yet.
1: So, what are you watching?
3: Oh, okay, I'll go next. Um, so since we last talked, um, I watched the first season of Sabrina. Um, I really like it. Um,
0: it gets better.
3: Okay, that's exciting. Um, there. I mean, if you already shows.
0: like it, then you'll like it even more. The next two seasons are crazy.
3: So not an animated show that I grew up on, but I watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch oh, all the way through. Not, I mean, <laughs> we are totally different shows now, but, like, because of that, I was like, ooh, Sabrina. Um, But, you know, I, I really like it. Um, There was a few episodes that were meh. Yeah. I was doing something yeah. else while I was watching it, but Definitely. whatever. Um, So I'm excited to see the rest. Um, I also... Watched most of the first season of Castle Rock, which eh. um, I wanted to like it more than I did. Uh, I don't even know how many series there are, but I remember listening to two seasons. Is it still going? like is is there more after season two coming? That...
0: I don't know. I fell off halfway through season one as well. um, but I love misery, so and you're the second person today. To bring it up so it's kind of like a sign to me that maybe I should watch season two
3: well it's I th- I think I'm on the last episode or like the second to last episode of the first season and I started it because I kept remembering uh, I don't even know what the show was about but I remember hearing um, on Fat Man on Batman they talked about it all the time because he's one of the writers um, I remember people talking about it when it first came out uh, and I just remembered it being creepy it was supposed to be creepy and i wanted a, sh- a creepy show apparently sabrina castle rock um but yeah. it's it's good it, it, it's all right i guess uh but it hasn't like i'm on the i i should be i'm on the last episode i should be like oh my gosh what's gonna happen and i'm like okay i guess i have to watch it now because i've watched the whole rest of the season um so yeah I don't really know what to start next. Um, I'm kind of at that point where there's a lot of you I give you
0: some ideas.
3: Well, that's, that's <laughs> kind of my problem is I'm, yes, I, I, I might actually, because that sounds like a show that I can watch. My problem is I have shows that I can watch with Dana. Potentially, like I have to ask her if she wants it or wants to watch it or shows that I have to watch when she's not home. And my shows that I have to watch when she's not home, is also my gaming time and also my movies I have to watch when she's not home. Yeah. So it's it's like, what do I do? She came home the other day and I was watching uh, Sabrina, and she's like, weren't you just watching this the other day? And I was like, no, that was Castle Rock, another creepy show. But, yeah.
2: You are literally yeah. preaching to the choir. Right? <laughs>
0: All of our choirs.
3: It's,
1: yep, welcome to Married
3: life. It's so
1: weird because <laughs> we have such <laughs> different
3: tastes and shows. So when I find one that I'm like, like you, um, I really want to watch it. But it's one that she actually watched the first season. I can't tell you if she was actually interested in the first season or wanted to watch it because Shay Mitchell was in it. And we both absolutely love her. We have a cat named Shay. um. So I don't know if she really wants to see season two or if it's just like I watched the first season. So I got to watch the second season. But, of course, now I have to wait and watch that with her. So.
1: The five worst words you can hear are, I want to watch that. Yeah, Because it just slows everything down. Sorry, Bob. I didn't want to cut you off. Go
2: ahead. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. You, you're, I, you root for shows that you don't want to watch, that she doesn't want to watch. <laughs> the worst <laughs> is when you start watching a show that you're like, there's no way she's going to want to watch this. First episode, she's standing in the corner of the room like, wait, who's that person? You're like, yeah, what oh, is
3: that? My God. <laughs> I Why don't
1: want to tell you. Just go it I will secretly start shows. Because I'm like, oh, you 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 don't want You're five episodes. Yeah. You're not going to catch up yeah. on this.
2: We want to hey. the exact topics. And then sometimes well. she's like, do
1: like yeah, sometimes watch she's it. like, "Will will you rewatch it with me?" That's what you I know,
3: want to do. Or it's like my least favorite thing is she'll come home in the middle of it, sit down, uh, and be like, "What's who's that? Uh, what are they doing? Do you know them?" Like uh, let me pause is, uh, this is a like
0: therapy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You get two questions. On your third question, I'm pausing it and just explaining to you what's going on so we can be on the same page and I'll sit down and watch it.
1: And then you pause it and she's like, are you mad at me? Why are you pausing it?
3: (laughs) See, I don't get that because, like, I don't mind pausing. But, like, if you continuously try and talk to me in the middle of it, this is not what's happening. Like, I either have to stop, start over and have you watch it with me or I have to stop then and there and explain it all. And then from when I explain it to you forward, don't ask me questions because you've seen as you now know as much as I know. So don't ask me. That's her. She's always like, "Well, what's what? I I don't understand. Like, what what, what's going to happen?" I'm like, (laughs) I, "I didn't watch it. I don't know."
2: So I will say, before, before I get into what I'm geeking out about, I will say that I, I enjoy watching shows with my wife. I, I would rather watch well, we shows all do. with my we wife. All do. But I need you to stay as excited about it as I am so that we can get through this in a week because I like, right. I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. Um, yeah, my favorite
3: so- is when I have to wait to watch it with her and then she's on her phone all the whole time. And I'm like, uh, what you really wanted to watch this? I had to wait for you <laughs> to be on your phone. And I'm almost done with uh, The Witcher, the game, not the movie, or not the show.
2: Okay. So uh, some of the things I'm geeking out on are, are kind of similar to what we had talked about before. Um, I actually got back into shameless based on Dave's recommendation. So we started kind of picking that back up again. I just finished season one. I think I'm on episode three or so of season two. Um, I really like the show. It's funny and it's interesting and it's, you know, got some nice eye candy. Um, but on top of that, I'm watching Lego masters with the entire family, including kids. So if you think it's hard to wait to watch shows imagine four people have to be in on it now um and i started watching on my own um it's always sunny in philadelphia it's again one of those shows that has been on for so long i've caught probably 40 episodes but completely out of order and randomly which is fine i mean it's got a general storyline but you can pretty much catch any show whenever um but i'm going back and watching from the beginning so i think i'm out episode four or five of that
0: sweet sweet um yeah i watched all of temptation island that dave told me to watch or whatever it's called too hot, too hot to handle too hot to handle i called temptation island Island's another one no i know i know that's they're all <laughs> yeah i watched it in 24 hours um and then... <laughs> you should you should see some of the texts that he sent me about how much he
1: hated me for turn- like i literally was like you're probably gonna get mad because this is gonna consume you for the next I thought a couple of
2: No, no. Right, I, I I'm intrigued now. Give me give me the sales pitch. Give right. me the host.
1: So you get I think it's ten, five females, five males. Um these people hate relationships, only want to hook up, only want to F. Um they bring them all to this paradise island, this gorgeous resort or whatever, and then about twelve hours into it they tell them from this point forward, there is no sexual contact, there's no kissing, there's no hooking up, there's no masturbating. Uh, your prize money is 100k, and then anytime someone breaks any of the rules, <coughs> the money goes down. Oh. Uh, and the point of this is to help you build relationships and build, learn about yourself and kind of get to know someone of the opposite gender or the same gender if you want. The get to know people um, in a relationship type way without without hooking up right away.
2: I'm like I'm I'm 30 seconds into the show. I'm Kramer from Seinfeld. I'm out.
1: Yeah, there was someone that said that. I think they stayed, though. Um, But yeah, it's entertaining, man, because you start to see people get – you start to see some people grow. You don't know how real it is, but you also start to see them getting mad when people mess up because they're losing – you don't just – like if Bob makes out with Jen, not just Bob and Jen lose money. We all do. So it's just kind of a cool concept.
0: It was was good. It was trashy. It was a giant
3: social experiment, too.
0: That's it, yeah. Um, Which all the Netflix reality shows have been like that. And they've all been good, ironically enough. So, yeah, definitely that. Um, And then I think I told you guys I bought a guitar. So I've been playing that. It's kind of weird because I don't want to play video games as much. Though I am still checking Animal Crossing every day because I love that game. (laughs) I am so addicted to Animal Crossing um all right well i want to say thanks everybody totally forgot to take a commercial break um but thank you guys for all i'll put it in there inorganically you guys already heard it um (laughs) thanks for you guys for being a part of the episode um so why don't you all say bye
2: individually bye individually
1: (laughs) individually bye
3: oh hey I was going to actually be legit and say, hey, thanks for having me. It was fun. escaping from quarantine. Thank thank (laughs) you. Bye,
1: guys. Thank you so much, Casey and listeners, for having (laughs) us and inviting us into your earlobes. Um, This has been a nice relief from the corona craze. So thank you, Casey.
3: I definitely always look forward to this.
1: And the (laughs) light community, yes. Awesome. All, the, all the little hand towels out there. Thank you so much for allowing us into your earlobes.
2: Is, is that what your fandom's called, hand towels? Yes, <laughs> they're the towels. I mean,
1: I've seen some hashtags.
0: All right, uh, this is Casey saying thanks for listening. Bye.
2: See ya.